Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Delta Flyers with Tom and Harry as we journey through episodes of Star Trek Voyager. Your two hosts along this journey are my fellow Voyager actor who played himself in the 2011 documentary FedCon 20, The Sci-Fi Experience, Mr. Robert Duncan McNeil and myself, your favorite forever ensign, Garrett Wong. Remember, you can get the full version of this podcast by signing up to become a patron at patreon.com forward slash the Delta Flyers. Do you remember this documentary? No, I have no idea what you're... What I, I think I remember that at FedCon, that's the big convention in Germany. Yes, it is. That the, the original big convention in Germany. The original big convention. It was the biggest convention in Europe, pretty much. For, was. It has been yeah. supplanted, though, now by German yes. Comic-Con, the one that I was just at. So, yeah. yes. But mm. it was huge. And mm. I remember they made... They would film all this stuff and then they would put it together as like a, yeah, a documentary or something. Yeah. So they have a video team, basically, that would yes. sit there and they would film little B-roll clips here and there, yeah. maybe interview an actor or two, say, how's it going in Germany? And that would all be included in this edited packaged everything and shiny little yeah. you know dvd cover and with oh, artwork funny. Yeah. and they would actually uh, make sell that the past of yeah, it becomes a merch it becomes a piece of merch basically wow right so it's a smart business way to go i think it's a smart way to do business well the fans also love it if they can't get to a convention they get a convention experience you know exactly. they get and they get to relive the convention they went to and exactly. blah, blah, blah. and that's very cool frankly i'm shocked that creation has never even thought of this idea <laughs> I yeah. mean, as long as they've been around, it's like, really? You guys haven't taken advantage of doing something like yeah. this? I mean, it doesn't take much, right? I mean, you have, you need, you need some cameramen, you need some audio, and then uh, yeah. just go around the con and get little cl clips here, little clips there. That's so funny. Fans and bam, you've got, uh, you've got merch, instant merch. We should start doing a documentary about the making of the Delta Flyers. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking like, <laughs> <laughs> there. well, there's a funny thing. I don't know if you, I, yes. you probably don't look at TikTok so much, but on TikTok. I know you don't. So I don't even why I say you probably don't. I know you don't. So I will say this on TikTok, there is a bit of a trend where they'll show it's somewhat comedic. So it'll be the wife of like an NFL player. And she'll say, right. and this is this is my this is my average day. And it says at 7 a.m. I prepare, you know, his protein meal, you know, whatever. Oh, that's funny. You know, and then there'll be another thing. at uh at at nine. So it's like a I mini, it's a mini documentary. Yeah, a little mini documentary that people will do about you know getting ready for, for the day. I'm gonna do it's a mini documentary of every day of my life. Every That's day, what I was be a new documentary. That <laughs> here I am waking up. All right, let me go in the bathroom and shut the door for a minute. <laughs> no, but but I'm just saying we could do something. There's comedic elements too. Like we could sit there and say, you know, this is our day getting ready to do the podcast. And then, you know, it'll show you like working out. Like you you don't really need to work out for the podcast. You know what I'm saying? And, and mm -hmm. maybe I'll be doing some type of We do a exercises. Rocky montage of us. Yes. Sure, just basically, every stuff. time I prepare for the podcast, it's like Rocky getting ready for the yes fight. yes that's what we want and you'll run to the top of the steps and like do this yeah so we could do that and by the way i would i would do all of that in my new delta flyers t-shirt look at this okay for those just listening yeah we had a limited edition t-shirt uh it's you know tom paris has the famous line 
It's the Voyager. The Voyager. That yes. everybody makes fun of me because I called it the Voyager. Yeah. It's um, now a shirt. It's now it's a the shirt. Voyager with it's Voyager the... on it. Yeah. And it's uh, kind it's... of like 3D two-tone, three-tone. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. It's a cool shirt, but what's different, what sets it apart is that it is the first shirt that we have offered in long sleeve. Long and sleeve. Yes. According to Robbie, who ha- is wearing it right now, I do not have mine yet. It, it should be, I should have mine soon. But according yes. to Robbie, it is as soft as a baby's bottom. It's oh my really gosh. Is. It the is softest soft, shirt I've ever put on my body in my ever life. had. Ever in your whole. I wish ever, our ever, ever uniforms life. on the show oh were made of this. That would have yeah. been amazing. We would we would love going to work then. We would. Yes. Like, oh, I can't wait to go to work to yes. wear our silky smooth uniforms. But yes, no, it we is. had rough, itchy, hot ones. Unfortunately, it is very cool. If uh, sorry for those that missed out, we literally sold out in an hour and a half of yeah. the limited edition. Um, if there's enough demand, we may make more of these. But it's uh, it's a pretty cool shirt it's and cool it's shirt. super comfy. Yeah, I just liked watching you get up and back down again. That's that's making uh, my day. This is that. part up of my that's his calisthenics. Montage. That's his preparation for getting into. Okay, good. We're good. All right. Well, um, let's let's go watch this episode. I know. I even forgot that we even have an episode. We have to go watch. Okay, the episode is Fury. So Fury is our episode. Everyone, please hang tight. Robbie and I are going to watch this episode. We'll be right back with our recap and discussion of Fury. For all of our Patreon patrons, please stay tuned for your bonus material. We're back from watching Fury. Yes, we are. I don't even remember I don't think Chakotay boxed at all in this episode. He didn't box once. I thought he was going to be a boxer. Yes. That he would That's box Cass. Yeah. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. All right. Okay. okay. So Let's, let's start time. our synopsis with some art and poetry. Sure. Always a pleasure. Here we go. My haiku for Fury. Yes. The return of Kess. She's angry and wants revenge. Young Kess stops old Kess. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yours, yours actually makes more sense with this story than mine. But <laughs> really, yeah. Uh, but you know, a limerick is a limerick. It's got to, it's got to have rhyme. It's got to be in a certain. And we've all learned to love your limericks. Here so. we go. Here Let's we go with our limerick synopsis for Fury. Okay. Kess returns. She kicks butt and takes names. The ship and crew could all go up in flames. Tuvok's mind is a mess. Janeway makes a deal with Kess. So with Janeway, don't ever play games. Oh, okay. Yeah. It doesn't really explain the plot much. No, it but... does, though. I mean, I, with the way you set me up, I thought this was going to be, you know, interpretive limerick. Completely abstract. like, hey, hey, yeah, totally abstract. Like, mm. yes, the sun shone on Kess's shoulder. I know you didn't no, go I, there. I didn't go there because Janeway, she like cons the conner. You know she what I mean? Is. Like she comes yeah. up with a scheme. Yeah. And win. So, yeah. you know, don't play games with Janeways is the lesson. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the the writer director. So teleplay yeah. Brian Fuller and Michael Taylor. Right. Story by Rick Berman and Brandon Braga. Didn't I so, say Braga? I did say you Braga. You did say Braga. So you got so one quarter got of a point. One quarter of a point. Yay. But I have a so feeling. Exciting. Yeah. I have a feeling that like Rick and Brandon were sitting around and said, yeah. what are we going to do? We need an, a cool episode. What yeah. if we brought 
Kess back, but she's the bad guy. Oh my gosh. And that that's probably where it all started is my probably, guess, you know, like yeah. let's bring her back. Would she do it? Would she come back and be a bad guy? Uh, here's the, here's the problem for me though. I feel like they left on such a good note with Kess. Of and her to, sending us that, uh, you know, thousands of light years yes. ahead. I mean, I think that would have been a great ending, but no, they decided to oh. resurrect Kess they damaged and, her character here, I think. Yes, I agree with you. But she did a great job. You have a, almost like an asterisk to the character name in a way. I know. You know, it's I like, know. well, yeah, she was integral in helping all the other characters when she was around. And then all of a sudden we have an episode called Fury where she comes back out of the blue. Like and a she's whole different person. A whole different person. And really, it kind of it kind of messes with our positive thoughts or yes. our positive portrayal or of the way character. we look at this character yes. exactly yeah. is now just it's been forever um tainted in a way yeah. because of this episode so yeah. yeah it's unfortunate director john bruno we we didn't john, remember that yeah. john mm-hmm. bruno that was, wrong. Yeah. did a great job obviously there was a lot of visual effects in this with the double casses oh and the, yeah and the exploding hallways so yeah john did a great job i think the vis effects in this episode were above par they were great yeah. They were really good. Um, cast. So obviously we have Jennifer Lean yes. as Cass. Yes. I don't know if we ever, you know, we weren't, I don't know if we were doing first jobs back when Jen was on the show. So I want to revisit Jennifer oh. Lean's very first job. Sure. What is it? So she started in Illinois outside of Chicago. That's right. Um, That's where she's she, from. Yeah. At 13 years old, she performed in uh, Shakespeare at the Illinois Theater Center. She was doing, uh, you know, roles in Othello. She was doing roles in The Tempest. She's 13 years old doing Shakespeare. That was her first job on stage that I could find. And then her very first uh, job in front of a camera was on the soap opera Another World for two years, 91 and 92. So right before, a couple of years before we started Voyager, she had just had her first job in front of the camera another yes. world was the soap opera wow and she's you know for, to me i've always felt that she's been mature beyond her actual physical age you know because yes. she yes. is emotionally probably, yeah, and, yeah and definitely this the, her voice she's an quality. old soul yeah, yeah her voice is so mature and she i think she was 18 and turned 19 the first se- season of voyager from what i recall so she was still a teenager when she's she a booked kid. Voyager, yeah. she's a kid. Unbelievable. She really is. Unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. Other guest stars. We have Nancy Howard back, yeah, which is good great to see her. We've mm-hmm. talked about Nancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scarlett Palmer's had a scene mm-hmm. in yeah. here. Love Scarlett. We had Vaughn Armstrong again. And was Vaughn the Vidian in this Yeah, one? he was the Vidian. Oh my gosh. It's like, I, it's, I never know when Vaughn, Vaughn is, comes into Vaughn, our show. I think he <laughs> may Vaughn's be. Vaughn's been here four or five times now. Yeah. He, he's been a Romulan. He, he's been a Batan. Go yeah, ahead. He's been a what, human. What are you, you going to say? I was going to say, so Vaughn has portrayed 12 different characters in Star Trek. Wow. 12, he's done 28 episodes. I'm going to say that's more than Jeffrey Combs in terms of different characters. Yeah. Right? The, the, other, the other ones that wow. have played a lot of characters, Jeffrey Combs, J.G. Hertzler, obviously. We yeah. talked about him. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Capacci, yeah. uh, Randy Oglesby. Those are some that have done... Um, multiple different characters yeah a bunch of a lot of characters but i feel like it's a lot von armstrong has to has to hold the record 12 different characters 
Yeah. Anyway, Vaughn was great as the Vidian. We had Josh Clark back because we jumped time. So yeah. Josh Clark. That's as who I couldn't Lieutenant remember Carey. the name. Remember the that's other day? Right. I was like, who's yeah. the guy that got his nose broken? Okay, that's Lieutenant Carey. Josh. Yeah, Lieutenant Carey. Yeah, Josh, Josh Clark. Yeah. His first in front of the camera job was in 1976. 76 for Josh? Yes. I don't believe it was a, that. a TV movie called The Other Side of Victory. He predates you. Basically, yeah, I thought right? he and I were about the same age. Yeah, I thought not. you guys he's were 10 years older than me. No, oh no, my he's goodness. 10 years older than me. And, yeah. and he was he started, you know, quite a while before. Yeah. Me, so huh. we we also had the Borg kids pop into well, Tuvox Vision. Two of them. We just had the, the twins, Cody and just Kurt the twins. Yeah, yeah, Cody and Kurt Weatherall. No, let's get into it. Yeah, so, let's get into it. We start first ready first room. Scene, the very ready first. Room. Well, actually, first scene is an exterior space shot of Voyager flying yes. by, and then we're in Jane, Janeway's ready room, yep. and of course the uh, the doorbell chimes, and Janeway says, "Come in." Tuvok enters. And Janeway is very she stern, seems... and she looks like she's about to hand out some punishment. It's what yeah, she she's looks like, like. Why didn't attitude. you tell me? Why <laughs> well, well, yeah. didn't? Well, first she starts with, "How long have we known each other?" And he's yeah. like, well, "Like twenty years." Like, you know, I consider you one of my closest friends. I mean, the, her mad. delivery is angry yes. through this whole yes. thing. I have always been honest with you, and but you. But you, after going through terraquads of information, separating fact from rumor and everything, she turns to the replicator and then Tuvok is confused. He's like, what, yes. what, what did I do? She replicates another blue looking cake. Yes. Another <laughs> Star Trek cake. Yeah, Star but Trek I cake. love, you don't know what she's going to replicate. No, and then it no. cuts to her yeah. face facing away from him. <laughs> yeah. And you see her go from that angry, yeah. you know, stern thing yeah. to the, you hear the replicator off camera and she smiles she, yeah. and then she turns around and she's, she's got, got this the, beaming the Star Trek smile. Cake. Yes. She wants him to blow that candle out. And he's like, that's not Vulcan tradition. Nope. And I just love that line at the end when she gets hailed to go to the bridge and he does blow it out and she looks at him. She's very happy. And he's like, well, it was a fire hazard. So he has yeah. to still be Vulcan. I love how she then. gets him to do it too. It's like classic yeah. Cape Mulgrew, sad puppy eyes. Like <laughs> yeah. She gives him sad puppy eyes. She's like, humor me. Please. Humor me, please. <laughs> Yeah, it was very funny. Great scene. Oh my gosh. And there's a detail in this yes. that comes up later. There's a detail okay. where okay. the camera is on the other side of the actors from the windows. So it's on a certain side ah, of what you call the line. Like yeah. when we film scenes, there is a screen direction line that you want characters face looking at each other, one character to look one direction and when you cut to the other close up the other character should look the other direction so we mm -hmm. call that the line the line yes and they and i love what it's a little detail yes but he sets it up here that he's shooting the scene on one side of the line when we yes. revisit it later it's on the other side he's yes he the flips scene it is from the Ooh. other side of the line yep interesting so yeah i was going to bring that up later but i don't want to forget because yeah, it, no, was, it was no. a nice little detail well and that's also a detail that we typically didn't do that you know yeah. i mean you stayed on one side or the other you didn't sit there and cross the line so yeah. I, I do like that he did that okay yeah. i'll have to go back and watch that now so yeah tuvok blows out the candle we cut out to the bridge yeah. uh jane janeway and, and tuvok head out uh chakotay says there's a small vessel approaching there distress call it's yeah. a distress call mm -hmm. and harry says one life sign and then he, he says it's O'Compin. yeah I liked my acting in that one line. Yeah, it was it's good. Ocompen. It's <gasps> Ocompen. Yeah. 
And then up on the view screen, we see Kess appears, yes. but she's in this really old yeah, age it's, makeup. It's old Kess. This is yes. a Kess we have not seen before. I mean, what would you say her age would be an equivalent to human years at this point? Oh, she'd look like 90 some years old. Like yeah, she's, old. I, I would say octogenarian. Here's, so 80 something. 80 so something. You're going to go with 90. Okay. But here's the thing. They did such an old makeup, but Jen mm. Lean, as you said before, was pretty young. Yeah. Her voice was still, she was trying to do sort of a, a raspy a, a older, raspy older it was older still voice. young sounding. It yeah. just didn't, it was a tough one for me to buy right away. I was like, yeah. mm, her voice yeah. is giving away Okay, she's 20 okay. years old you know, yeah. or whatever she was at the time. Yeah. Well, Janeway's really excited to see her. She's like, what? Cass? And Cass is like, listen, I need help, Captain. I need help. I want to come aboard. And Jamie is like, of course, of course. Well, all of a sudden she's off the view screen. We just see her vessel and she's powering up. Well, she's not powering up. She's well, accelerating this, is what she's doing. Isn't Janeway sort of like, what's going on? Explain this. No, to she's her. what's going on, but she's still very open armed about yeah. it. She's not, yeah. you know, she's not like, what's going on? This is, this is a trap. There was none of that in this scene, but definitely mm -hmm. she gives her the green light. She's like, yeah, sure. No problem. But before we can even beam her aboard. Yeah. She, she cuts starts, the, she cuts yeah, the call. She presses the gas and starts coming directly. Collision course. At, collision Reda, course. Reda. Exactly. Now yep. that's our first red flag we're like wait wait this is very bizarre so before impact she actually beams herself out and we do mm -hmm. detect the beam um, which happens right before impact mm -hmm. and then now we have this crazy shot of her walking down one of the corridors where all the bulkheads that she passes just sort of implode and just cut just blow into the hallway and yeah. it's very violent and very very cool it's almost cool, like but slow motion yes but disturbing very stylized john mm -hmm. bruno did a great job very well yeah. done yeah she's got all this destruction happening and that's when we cut to the intro scene for the series of course and when we come back from that She's still in the corridors and even force fields. We jump back and forth between the bridge and the corridors and force fields won't hold her. She just walks right through. Mm -hmm. Tarek shows up with another security person, starts shooting at her with a phaser rifle. She blows them back again you know, and they bounce up against the bulkhead. She comes around the corner. They're still aiming those phaser rifles at her. So that's when she does her little magic thing like and then collapses the wall collapses so, the, whole, yeah. the hallway and then you know um I, i'm not sure what Tark happens to Tarek. yeah i don't know but i was concerned i was like what the that's in my video Tark had a line there too he did yeah but he that's not line. the first time he said he's had no a line he's had lines before but i loved it he has a line yeah, he, he got like, to say something yeah stop where you are or something like that it was good it's yeah good. he did a good job nice Tark. so yeah so and I that's hope... an upgrade by the way like you know he made he made significantly more money when he had a line than, oh, than just being background. Definitely. I mean, featured mm -hmm. background probably got a little bit more than your random background person, but for sure, the minute he spoke, he got that bump. That's a big deal. Great. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. very important to the background yeah. if they get a line. Yeah, yeah. I do hope Ayala is still alive after this, though. I, I think know. he is. You I do? Yes. Okay. Yeah, All right. We'll go with that. Here's something that's interesting for people listening you may not know. So if there's a background person we have you know, often in lots of scenes, yeah. if there's an episode where they have a line, they will typically not do background that, that entire episode, because if they have a line in that episode yeah. and they come back to do background work, you have to pay them as if they have lines because you've established them as a speaking oh, role. So wow. Tark probably made more money on this day 
but he and didn't worked less. He, probably, he didn't come in on any worked, other day except for this. He one. didn't come less, so yeah. it may have actually been a wash because he might have made more equal money working four or five days as background. But he yeah. did one day. But you probably, I, I don't know. I didn't even think about that till now. But you probably don't see him in the rest of the episode because I doubt they brought him in. I don't remember seeing him, him after this. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That is a engineering. Little, little detail. Yeah. All right. So now. She shows up in engineering and wait, you know, waiting for not waiting for her, but they quickly turn around. And we see Bellana Torres and we see Seven, and mm-hmm. Seven's drawn her phaser basically, and she's sort of questioning Cass, like, "What are you doing? What do you want?" Mm-hmm. Da da da. Um, and Cass uses her powers and just knocks them both to the side. Just it's like X Men powers. It's yeah, like X Men powers. Energy. And they're like two bowling pins, just. Boop just uh, gone um yep. she makes her way she makes a beeline for the warp core essentially yep. she gets yep. she crawls underneath that little railing puts her hand up against it and now she's clearly siphoning energy from the warp core because you can see all mm-hmm. this stuff coming through mm-hmm. uh torres sort of regains consciousness she calls up to the bridge she says to janeway you know, she tells Janeway what's going on. Janeway says, shut down, shut down the warp core, shut it down now. Mm-hmm. So as Torres goes to shut it down, she's punching in a few buttons. Kess knows immediately what's going on. She looks over, glances at, at Torres and immediately sends an X-Men beam right It's at like a lightning Torres. bolt right lightning through her bolt, torso. Right, yeah. Knocks her back and hard. she's on the ground hard. And now, of course, um, we're back on the bridge and there, Jamie's asking for a status report. And now it's not Torres who's answering. It's Seven who answers. And she says, Torres is dead. Yes. Which then and, cuts to immediately to Tom Paris on the bridge. And, and she also, one big thing you missed here. Yes. She's sucking out the energy. She lightning bolts Torres. Yes. And then she disappears oh that's Cass right sorry she disappears yeah she goes Cass, so she goes what's, she the, what's lightning going on her, yeah. turns back to the warp core and yes. she's right she vanishes yes and seven and, gives this information to the bridge you know yeah. there's a disappearing cast she's gone and torres is dead and they cut to paris's reaction right there and he's just like what i mean that look is just like i don't even i didn't remember that. this I didn't yeah. remember this at all okay no, that's all right. pretty sad yeah it is kind of sad you know i i think I think overall, I think the reaction should have been a little bit more intense with everybody on the bridge the minute they heard Torres was, you know, because even Chicote was kind of like, uh, you know, it was like, huh? It was like a confusion thing. But mm-hmm. I think, I think maybe there I should have had like weight. a tear. You should have had just one second. tear like that. And then you went and a slow like motion, a, yeah, like slow then, motion. Just slow, big, big symphony strings yeah, going, welling up like that, and then and then <laughs> I wanted your I wanted your lower yeah. lip to start to quiver as well, like like the the tear. I could have dropped then, to my knees and gone no. Yeah, that's what in yes. slow motion in slow mo like that. Like, no, would you have yelled her name though? Balana. Yes. Yes. Like that. Yes. Yeah. That would. And then nice. at that point, Harry comes down and Chicote, and we're hold we're kind of holding you to you know because you're you're thrashing around because yes, you're so yes, yes. that's the yeah that's what should have happened scene we're missing is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. all right let's just all right on. anyway that doesn't Move happen on. no it doesn't happen <laughs> so, so, so we, cut we, to, we cut to the we're still engineering we cut to engineering after this um report that Torres is dead and yes. now it's engineering in the past so we see older cast materialize in front of the warp core 
Yeah. And then she does again more X-Men powers and she changes her old look into young and pristine Kess. I didn't know Kess could do this. I know, but clearly she I didn't can. know she had powers. Why didn't she do this when she was on the ship? She should why didn't oh, maybe she needed the warp energy? Okay. Yeah, maybe. that's maybe. what it is. <laughs> yeah, but she she transforms into young Kess yeah. and then Balana comes Bala- back. Who's still and I'm like, alive wait a minute, she just t- died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yes. you clearly know she's jumped realize, back in time. Yeah, this is a time jump for sure. When, when Balana was alive, mm-hmm. uh, she says, Are you lost? And yeah. Kess says, No, no. The captain just suggested I get more familiar with the ship. So I was just <laughs> right. checking out the warp core. Right. She is a con artist. Clearly, she's got some reason. She's to got go a back plan. My she's goodness. Plan. And it's a very elaborate plan. It's a, you know, mm-hmm. it's a it's an Ocean's Kess 11 plan, is what it, it is. is. Yeah. She goes okay. out in the hall. Yeah. She asks the computer, how long have they been in the Delta Quadrant? And the right. computer says 56 days and 17 hours. And, and did you look at that evil smile that came across her face? Creepy smile. Like, <laughs> I wrote that down. Creepy, creepy. Yeah, she was so happy. So basically, she's gone back to when we just, yeah. you know, pretty early. We had, yeah. we had met the Vidians, obviously. Right. Yeah, it was, it was that first season. She's gone back to the first season. Mm-hmm. So uh, then we go to sick bay. Kess walks in. She's looking at these medical tools. And the doctor walks in. And she hides this hypospray behind her yeah. back. She's, she so says she's loading up a hypospray. We're like, what is she doing? What is she yeah. doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, oh, uh, she just forgot something. Yeah. He asks why she's here. Just forgot something. And then he goes, Pionco. <laughs> and she's like, excuse me? And he's like, Pionco, uh, 21st century a surgeon. He cured cancer, basically. That's okay. the name I'm going to take. So I'm going to be Pianco. And that made me happy because that's a Korean name. And so oh, I was it? like, yeah, go Asian, go Asian. Seeing the yeah. doctor with an Asian name would have, that would have made my day. <laughs> yeah, but he, so he goes off that. here. He's yeah, like, he talks you know, about other, yeah, you other encouraged names. me to yeah. pick a name. So it's yeah. either Pianco, maybe Schweitzer, <laughs> maybe Pasteur, so many options. Yeah. And, she's, and as he's talking to himself, as he does, she She's literally gone. backs backs <laughs> yeah. out in that one shot, which was very funny. She's like, "It was." <laughs> I don't have time for one of the doctor's <laughs> soliloquies here. Yeah, well, we go to Aeroponics Air, Bay next. How'd you say that? Aeroponics. Aeroponics. <laughs> you had another syllable, syllable like aeroplane. You went aeroponics. I love that. That's very cute, Robbie. Yes, okay, it's because I'm a pilot. I'm thinking aero. <laughs> keep thinking aeroplane. So you went aeroponics bay. Aeroponics. Uh, we do see. We do see the real cast in this time. We don't know it's the real cast yet. We just I knew know it was her immediately. Oh, I didn't. How do you not know that? She's wearing a totally different. Her oh, costume I didn't is catch different. That. That's right, different color. Because she's wearing red. The color of evil and the devil. I mean, She's I knew it around. pretty quickly, but okay. I didn't know it right away. I was like, okay, okay maybe she went I, in here. Oh. And then she hears a noise. She says, yeah. Neelix? Yeah. No, nothing. No. She turns it's, back and then you feel that POV of, yeah. of I, Someone I assume watching at this her, point, yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's evil cast. Yeah, it's creepy cast. And there was this double shot, like the two of them, you know, uh, Jennifer yeah. Lean in both, yeah. both um outfits i guess both colors and she brings the hyperspray behind her back up to right. her neck right and attacks her from behind it was yeah. cr- very well done that's a hard well shot done. to i agree to line up in in the right way i agree and she puts have, her in a drawer basically I, yeah she puts her in her drawer i have a feeling that evil in that shot where you see evil cast behind nice cast the way they did that two shot though they probably my guess is they had evil Kess yes. in the shot, 
pretending to hypospray nothing in front of her. Correct, and then they correct. shot nice cast nice on a green screen yeah. and lined them up together. So yeah. okay. evil cast was probably not hypospraying anybody. Gotcha. It was probably evil cast by herself. Right. And then mm-hmm. when she's when she puts her in that drawer and takes her she combat, takes her combat before yeah. she does that, doesn't she kind of caresses her caress hair her own hair? Yes. Yeah. And then I'm looking at that arm going like hand. I know. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if that's, that's not her. That's not Jennifer Lean's. Yeah. No. And it's like, how can you not match that closer than that? Come on. I was was a little, yeah, I was a little disappointed with that one. So, okay. Okay. All right. So we're moving out of aeroponics. We're in the mess hall and there's a nice little scene with Paris in there Talking about, you know, trying to name certain dishes, trying to give Neelix, you know, um, and I love it. The greasy Neelix, the double double talaxing with cheese. When he hands you that thing, it looks like a deconstructed burger with Without a cherry on. But with, yeah, but with a cherry on top or something, yeah. which was kind of like, what the heck is this? Yeah. But, you know, it looked yeah. kind of tasty, to be perfectly yeah. honest. Right. Yeah, it did look good. Yes yeah. walks in, yeah. asks Neelix for some coffee. She wants to bring mm. it to the captain's ready room. Mm. Yeah. Um, and Neelix says uh, he's got a surprise for her on the holodeck that he uh, has a program. He wants to take yeah. a moonlit stroll on some That's planet. Right. I forget where he said. Yeah. Wants to take a moonlit stroll with her. They've got a you know date night, and uh, and she doesn't really respond to that. And then he makes no. a food joke about like, you know, I keep telling everybody it's the replicator, but they think it's me or something. The right. replicator's malfunctioning. Right. So he makes a joke. She doesn't laugh. She's kind of you know, distracted and yeah. uh uh she just grabs the coffee and takes off for the ready room. He does kind of make her laugh a little bit because he said Nilix security casts his yeah. frown as losing its structural integrity, which is a very cute, you know, line of dialogue to say. Yeah. yeah. Red yeah. alert, I'm detecting a smile. And so she smiles a little bit and then she a little leaves. Bit. Yeah, yeah. And she then she leaves. takes off. Mm-hmm. Go to the ready room. We see Janeway with her season one bun. The bun of steel yeah, is bun of back. steel is back again. Yeah, yeah. Their uh, Chakotay comes in. They're talking about Vidians. Yeah, and... just those attacks that they've had and and how yeah. to strategize in terms of how to defeat them because uh, the Vidians are definitely a very serious threat to the Voyager cast and crew. Doesn't she say something about it? Reminds me of the stories we heard at the academy if you went to risa you might lose a kidney yes and (laughs) you know like these are these are you know uh urban legends that they had back then and right which now fit perfectly for the vidians because yes you will lose your kidney if you're anywhere near a vidian they're gonna harvest every single one of your organs as we already know chakotay says he's done research though on the vidians and Mm -hmm. it's a little moment where he says you know these people are desperate like i wonder how humans would react yeah how would we react they're not that uh, different from how we were before uh you know uh the phage attacked their their people they were very similar to us yeah it's a nice little comment i think on you know humanizing some of our bad guys a little yes. or some empathy for them so it was nice I agree. by the way yes um chakotay and janeway have a lot of chemistry in this scene and i was thinking yeah. did they have chemistry like this back in early in the first season like or was it all business back then? like it i feel like more business so do, do you I feel mean. like they played it a little bit played too like, familiar like yeah, like they were think, known each other for six seasons then in a way it felt right? a little bit like they have more chemistry than they actually did have early on in the series okay maybe a little maybe bit. yeah a little 
a little zhuzh mm. worth of yeah, you know, a little extra. But it's okay. always nice to see some JC chemistry. Yes, it is. Um, Kess arrives though, uh, and she brings the Kess brings the coffee. Oh yeah, right. right. Mm-hmm. And I think J- uh, Chakotay takes off. Kess brings the coffee in, and uh, and then we had, well, actually, doesn't I think isn't he already? Isn't doesn't he stay in there? No, no, no. She he does leave first. That's right. Okay. Yeah, he leaves. Yeah. So Chicote leaves, and Kess comes in with a coffee, and mm-hmm. then Janeway's called to the bridge, and she's right. going to take off, and and uh, and Kess needs a reason to stay in the office, so yeah. she spills some coffee on the desk, <laughs> yeah, on purpose. Uh huh. And Janeway's like, "Oh, don't worry about it. This this desk has had many spills. Don't worry right. about it." And, right. Uh, and so Janeway takes off and then Kess goes around the desk, sits down and starts accessing her, her laptop. Yeah. yeah. Looking at all the little files dealing with the Vidians basically. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so while she's doing that, we go out to the bridge and mm-hmm. there's Nancy Howard. Good old so Wildman, Naomi, uh, yeah. Naomi, but uh, what is, what is Samantha? Samantha, Samantha Wildman. Yes, I should know that. Samantha Wildman is there and she's uh, she's a smart cookie. Because yes. she's been analyzing these Vidian bio readings from the last attack. Wildman realizes that a neural agent can be synthesized that would incapacitate the Vidians, but not us. So that's exactly yeah. what we need in case we get boarded by these Vidian. Um, so basically like a tranquilizer gas yeah, or something. Yeah, that, that, that only affects them. Only and, affects yeah. the mm-hmm. them and knock them out. So they're, they're talking about this. Yeah. Janeway's into it. Tuvok's there. And then you see Tuvok sort of have a weird feeling. He gets a, it's almost like a premonition feeling that he's getting or whatever it is. And at that exact moment, that's when Kess is leaving Janeway's ready room, crossing through the bridge. And she stops momentarily. They sort of have this look. look, And she stops basically at Tuvok station is what it is, even though Tuvok is not at his station. But they do share this look. And Tuvok is unsettled. And Kess is probably wondering why is he staring at me? Why is he staring <laughs> yeah. at me? I, I felt like that was going to be more of like a Tuvok versus Kess story. And it's right. not. I mean, it becomes a Janeway problem yeah. solving. Yeah. But I wondered why Kess didn't clock that and track that a little more. Like yes. Tuvok was, you know. Well, she does. To her. She does kind of because later, later in sickbay. Yeah. She kind of adjusts that cortical stimulator, oh, yeah. so it's she's too trying much. To take so out. she's yeah. So it's tracked. It's tracking. Yeah, that's true. I think. That's true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. All right. Okay. So next we go into the briefing room, and everybody's mm-hmm. there. We're talking about the Vidians. Yeah. And the doctor's on the monitor, like the old days. He's because he doesn't have his uh, mobile emitter. So that's right. He's back on the monitor. He is joining back. us, which was kind of always an odd. You know, he had to shoot that on another day, and. Yeah. We had to guess at sort of the eye lines. Like the director always had to know <laughs> right. when someone's talking, you look over here. When when the other lines come, you look over there. And it was all hopefully, you know, hopefully <laughs> yeah. they shot that after the doctor's part, after they shot our part. So right. they could remember they could where the everybody eye lines was. Then. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. But the entire conversation in this briefing room mm-hmm. is revolving around the fact that the Vidian ships that we detected earlier, they completely disappeared. They were gone from sensors. So we're sitting here thinking, oh, wait a minute. It seems like we're being herded because we're now heading in a direction where these 
crazy subspace vacuoles are are going to be a problem to navigate around. Yeah, it's and basically they, like a yeah. like a, a a forest of these. It's like a forest, but these, it's a uh, forest that the Vidians can hide in, and that's that's yeah. the biggest concern, right? That yeah. these guys are are about to put this this uh, ambush. Yeah, it feels us. feels like it might be a trap. Janeway mm-hmm. asked Tom if he can navigate through that region of space. Right. Yeah. And um, well, Taurus says we need a more accurate scan of those vacuoles, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. um, and that's when when Kim suggests, well, we could send a shuttle ahead. And Tuvok says, well, the Delta Flyer, its sensors are more advanced. And that's when Janeway goes, the Delta what? So now we realize Tuvok is not only not only does he have premonitions, but he is already kind of straddling the future. Yeah, and he's, the, he's and kind the of torn present. between both places. He's being yeah. bold, most definitely. So, and my question was, yes. to, at this point, I didn't understand why he was no. going through that. It's just like, why Tuvok? Like, why is he, why is well, I he think the it's one? The, it's the, uh, what are those um, tachyon particles that, yeah, that yeah. Jamie talks about later? Yes. That they affect Vulcans. That's all oh, I could come okay. up with. Okay. When he walked near I'll, large yeah, you know, residue of this tachyon, of tachyon stuff. particles that that it was doing something. It's yeah. messing with him then. Okay, all right. But there was one thing sense. that happened in this scene. So yeah, Harry says we could send a shuttle yeah. to you know map this these vacuoles, and then Janeway uh, says to Tom, "Well, maybe we should let the Voyager do the driving." Right. And Tom's like autopilot, and she's like, "Well, no offense, but you know, yeah, it'll probably fly better than you." I was like, "What?" <laughs> This is first season. Tom was supposed to be the best pilot there is, and they're going to put it he on is, autopilot. But she, no, but she does mention the neural gel packs, and they can calculate equations faster yeah, than you can. I was so, like, come yeah. on, taking a shot at Tom. You're going to put it on autopilot when you got Tom Paris? Come on. It's so come funny on. that that's what you got out of the scene. That's I what I got think, out of the scene. I didn't scene. even think about that. I'm thinking about the overall, but okay, that's fine. That's valid. That's a valid, valid Very complaint. offended by that. But I <laughs> love that that... I love that Tuvok was like, uh, what about the Delta Flyer? And everybody, <laughs> everybody is like, are you okay? What are you talking about? Yeah, um, oh my gosh. Yeah, that was a little weird. Um, I do like when <laughs> Janeway says, what's the first thing they teach you about maneuvering at warp? And you're like, oh God, I faster hated than that. light, no left or right. It was sort of righty tighty twisted. You know, it was yeah, like there well, those things. Yeah, I I I see. Yeah, I hated that line. <laughs> you didn't because, like it. <laughs> no, that's why I threw it away really fast. I was just like, I oh, don't want to no. like quote a saying. I don't know you how didn't to do say this. It, did you? Okay. No. So I was like, fast in the light, no left or right. Anyway, yeah. I just moved past it. So after you know, after Janeway says the Delta what, Tuvok is like, oops, I must have been thinking about another starship. And Janeway says, prepare shuttle. I want all of Voyager systems operating at peak efficiency by the time Tom gets back. If we're going to pull this off, there's no margin for error dismissed. So end of briefing room scene. Mm-hmm. And that actually is a good transition for the next scene, which is we're in the in the shuttle bay and Paris is coming to prepare the shuttle, basically. And... You see the wide shot, though, of the shuttle bay. And mm-hmm. I was looking at those shuttles, the two shuttles that are in there. 
Yeah. Is that what the old shuttles look like? They look well, we have two. Well, we have two types of shuttle. We have a boxier one that looks like a tissue box, and a more more, more svelte, um, sleeker lined shuttle. I don't. So, yeah, I don't. There's like a class one shuttle thing. and a class two shuttle. So I think oh. this is the class two shuttle that you're looking at. Okay. Class one is the boxier looking one. Yeah, that's yeah. what I. That's what you're used to yeah. seeing most of the time. Yeah. This one I don't. No, we, we've seeing. got this little race car looking one too. So okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's no Delta Flyer. It's no Delta Flyer, exactly. We cut inside of this shuttle, and Kess is, you know, basically pulling up a image of the Ocampan homeworld. Yeah, like plotting mapping a course. It. Yeah, yeah, mapping it out. And Paris does come in and catch her mid-mapping, and mm-hmm. he notices it's Ocampa. Yeah, homesick. Suspicious. Yeah. Homesick. Mm-hmm. No, no, but, she's just studying the helm configuration no. of the shuttle. Yeah, says maybe you could teach me how to fly, Tom. Right. And he yeah. says, sure, I could give you some lessons in the holodeck on an old class one shuttle. Yeah. So, little flirtiness happening here, though. Well, that was I back felt. then. I think, you know. You weren't, were you, you weren't with Bellana uh, at this point, were you? No, no, no. I don't know if it was flirty. It was just, it was, yeah, it was a, a different Tom for sure. Yes. But he was also suspicious. So he was trying to be extra friendly to try to find out what, what is she really doing? He was, yep. he, he had his radar up. Okay. Um, she keeps calling him lieutenant. He's like, yeah, hey, Tom. He's like, yeah, it's Tom. I'm still the so, the observer. <laughs> I'm yeah. still the uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so it was it was a nice scene though. I yeah. Was, yeah, I I thought it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. We go to the hallway now, and Tuvok's yeah. heading towards a um, turbo he's lift. Just, well, he's I just love... walking by the turbo lift doors. They open up, and all of a sudden, Naomi Wildman's there, and Tuvok's mm-hmm. completely confused. He has no idea what's going on. He's like, identify yourself. She's like. It's me, Tuvok. I'm Naomi Wildman. So she goes around a corner and Tuvok follows her. And I guess she goes into engineering. And yeah, it's a nice moment when he's following her because she yeah. like disappears and he, mm-hmm. you know, it feels very kind of suspense horror movie kind of vibe. Yeah. And she does not go into engineering. Excuse me. She goes into cargo bay two, is where yep. she goes into and Tuvok follows her. And this is crazy because as he goes in, this is when he sees seven. And Cody and Kurt Weatherall to the yes. twins. Azon and Rebby. Yeah, they're the... in their Borg um, regeneration. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're in that regeneration mode. So they're completely um, still. But Tuvok doesn't understand what's going on. He doesn't on. understand because no. in this at this timeline, they should not be there. So no. he's like, what's so going he's on? He's now jump. He himself is jumping forward. So yeah. I mean, he's seeing Naomi Wildman, who at this point in time is not alive yet she hasn't been born she's still gestating in samantha wildman's belly Mm -hmm. uh and then of course we don't have seven of nine seven has not joined us and not clearly the board kids have not joined us so So it's very very confusing moment then he hears he hears lieutenant carrie yeah and he looks over and there's (laughs) lieutenant carrie who's in the old timeline working at a console and he's like are you okay tuvok what's up Tuvok and then looks he, back at the alcoves and they're gone now. There's gone. no alcoves. Just and a wall. Just, just a wall. Very strange. Mm-hmm. So clearly something's going on with his yeah. mind. Something's we happening. go to Kess's quarters. That's right. And she comes in and there's a table set and yeah. there's a pad with a message mm-hmm. from uh, a, what, a what? What's on the a table? Pad. Thank you. Yeah. And what's on the pad? It's a message. It's a Neelix. message. Yes. Yeah. Hello, sweeting. Yeah. I took the liberty <laughs> yes. of preparing uh, one of your favorite meals. It's under replicator mm-hmm. program Neelix One. Uh, call me if you'd like some company. I miss you. So it's very sweet. It's cute. Very sweet message. But yeah, instead she of throws being it away. touched, she throws <laughs> yeah, it away. She tosses it. She 
uh, like slides all the stuff off the table. <laughs> she even throws a chair over. She walks yeah, away. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was, I was like, like, man, don't throw. I, I feel like hey, that chair did chair, nothing to you. Yeah, but the chair was. She yells at the computer, turn off the music, and she yeah. and she throws the chair. I felt like the chair was too much. It just didn't feel, do you feel think motivated. It, okay, it, you and, felt and it. I don't know if it was Jennifer's performance of, of it was like she did this physical big move throwing okay. a chair, but then her voice was like, "Computer, turn off the music." Like oh, it didn't match right. something about it. Okay. Do you think the pushing of the other stuff was enough then? And then I think that would have been didn't... enough. Okay. Yeah. Just push the much. junk off. Don't knock the chair down. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. A little detail, but I just didn't feel like she was there. I like emotionally. You. So yeah. angry that she's just destroying the whole room. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 But she asked for an encrypted channel to be open. She yeah. directs a signal to the Vidians. Yeah. And then a Vidian. Well, we don't, but we don't know that, though, at this point, because all she says is direct the signal to the following coordinates. coordinates right? She yes. types in the coordinates. Yeah. And then she that's when she says, you know, look, the, I, yeah, she the just Vidian pops up. Right. Well, no, no, he doesn't yet because she's like, my oh, name right. is Cass. I'm aboard this starship. Respond. Look, I know you're receiving this transmission. I also know that your attempt to capture this ship is going to fail. So if you want to harvest Voyager's crew, I suggest you answer me. And that's when he pops in. He's like, well, go ahead, explain. Because he's very, he doesn't know what's going he on. He thinks this her. might be a yeah. trap. Exactly. Yeah. Like, why, why would this crew member want to help? in the harvesting of her crewmates. I mean, yeah, why would this? No and she's like, I'm not part of this crew. I'm not, these aren't my, you know, so clearly now. This is the part where, you know, she talks about, you know, Janeway's plan is to, you know. Um, that Janeway hide. knows about your ambush. Yeah, basically. knows about your ambush. She's yeah. going to hide from you guys. Yeah. Uh, but I can send you, you know, data on their shields, their weapons. Everything to take and, this ship. Yeah. Yeah, and she says, you know, I don't belong here. I'm not part of this crew. Yeah. I just want to go back to Ocampa. Yeah. And she says something like, they abandoned me a long time ago. This is the part where I was like, this is yeah, weird. It's like it the is actor weird. story. But when she says to the Vidian, she says, I want, because when he asks her, what do you want for, in return for this information? And she says, safe passage for two. So she's basically saying her and her old self is that what yeah. she's saying that's what yeah. she's saying then she's going to take her and her old self together back to Ocampa. okay i just found this conversation to be tiptoeing into the actor's story of yeah. you know i don't belong yeah. with this cast i don't belong on the show right i was and never not the character correct yeah. i mean i yeah. it, it i don't know it was it was awkward for me very much so but you know jen did a great job we go to the aeroponics bay next she mm -hmm. opens up this secret drawer and there's the real Kess. Um, well, maybe, she, maybe this is where she strokes her face. This is she where stro she strokes her okay. face. Yeah. yeah. All right. This was the hand. The this hand is the hand that, that didn't, didn't belong to her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the arm was not hers, and and the hand was not hers. There we go. But uh, she goes. She goes to send this information to the Vidians. She bypasses the security protocols with her X Men powers. X Men I guess. powers. Yeah. She goes. Yeah. <laughs> or we could say Jedi powers. They're kind of Jedi, Jedi powers. Well. Yeah. 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 Next uh, is Janeway quarters. Janeway's quarters. Um, Tuvok and Janeway are there. I didn't have her quarters. I wrote down her ready room, actually. So is that wrong? Am I? Are we actually in her quarters at this it point? It wasn't her ready room desk. It was a different desk. It was like a glass desk or something. So I think it's got to be her quarters. We don't see much of it. You know, it's yeah. a lot of close-ups in here. Okay. But 
Hard to know, but I think it was her quarters. Okay. So Tuvok tells Janeway that he ran into a half-human, half-Katarian girl mm-hmm. named, named Naomi Naomi, <laughs> Naomi Wildman <laughs> right. by the turbo lift. And, yeah. you know, it doesn't make any sense. No. Uh, no. He also tells her about the board kids. Which clearly will not make any sense with Janeway, this Janeway. Yeah. So she's very confused. She's like, Borg? Is that Borg? on our ship and he can't explain he doesn't understand it himself she does order for the computer janeway says computer maintain a continuous proximity scan of lieutenant tuvok 10 meter Mm -hmm. radius all sensor parameters and this is her way of sort of figuring out what's going on with these visions or these premonitions he's having like if she can scan him continuously 24 7 see if there's some energy yeah, or some you know, yeah, alien something that's will, near him yeah, or something. some clue will there will be something that will clever give her, janeway yeah she's very so clever smart. she's a smarty don't play games with janeway no she gets tailed to the bridge by chakotay because yep. we're about to approach the vacuoles and so she's like all right on my way she takes off and we're now she takes on off the bridge. Mm-hmm. yeah we have a space shot where we see the cool purple clouds that kind of look like the background you have right now. It does, bit. but I was thinking it kind of looks like our new t-shirt just as well. <laughs> the same yes, colors, you know what I'm saying? The purple, the, the blue. and each, Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so Voyager's programmed to, you know, fly this path through the vacuoles and mm-hmm. uh, they've made the scan so they know what to do. And Tom yeah. says this is going to take uh, three hours, 12 minutes and 11 seconds yeah. With 216 course changes. That's a lot of changes. <laughs> maybe maybe it was better to go on autopilot. <laughs> maybe. It's a lot of turns for Tom to make. I would have it's been a lot exhausted. of work for you, my friend. I don't yeah. know if you really want to go put all that work into it. No. Especially since you don't even have a rank. You're just the observer at this point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we engage warp eight at this yeah. point. Um, That's fast to go through the warp vacuoles. I mean, the subspace vacuoles. Don't you see? I guess I mean, we're going to. We're going to warp gonna... it, then go to impulse, make a turn, then back to Oh, is that what warp. it is? Okay. Yeah, it's okay. like All fast, right. so, slow bump, down, bump, turn, bump, bump. I see. take off again, slow mm-hmm. down, turn. Okay. 216 times. Um, but yeah, we take off and uh, she leaves for sick bay, I think. And just as she's uh, heading down to sick bay to talk to Wildman and the doctor about this um, this neurogenic you know, gas or compound or whatever mm-hmm. that's going to help them with the Vidians. Tuvok has uh, another hallucination. Yeah, right here. Yeah. He says uh, he's reading a, a on sensors, reading a, yeah. a ship heading on a collision course with us. Yeah, and Tom looks back. He's like, "What are you talking about? What? I don't. I'm not <laughs> reading the ship. Like, huh? Yeah, yeah. Not, and not. And not he no says, ship. "I am. I need to be relieved of duty. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not feeling well. Right. And uh, Chakotay's like, "Of course, of course. Yeah, off of Chakotay's concerned look." Of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go to sick bay. Doctor and Wildman are working on this uh, this compound, this pathogen. Janeway yeah. comes in, and it sounds like they're on track. Like this is going to work out. So mm-hmm. Wildman goes to the other room to finish her work, and Janeway sort of walks over, looks through the glass, and she's like, "Doctor." Um, basically, she says, "Is is Wildman pregnant? Do you know if she's pregnant?" Yeah. And they have He's this like, argument. I cannot disclose this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have this argument about pro- whose authority supersedes. Well, I'm I'm the doctor. So medical authority. Supersedes. Well, I'm the captain. So I supersede. Yeah. So it's a funny little, little uh, banter there. It but twas. he does finally say, okay, yes, she's pregnant and uh, she's going to have a half a Qatarian, half human offspring. Female. A female. Mm. How did you know? 
And Janeway doesn't even answer that. She turns mm-hmm. and just walks. Walks out. So this is kind of like when we're kind of che- treating the doctor not so nice, I think. You know, like yes. we're not as open armed to him at this point. So And he's got a he's got a line at the end when she walks out. He goes, and they say I'm rude. And they say I'm rude. Yeah. And they say and- I'm rude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wondered if Bob ad libbed, because he used to always ad lib these like buttons at the end of scenes and yeah. they keep them in there. I wonder if that was a I don't think he did on this one. Was, no. That's going to be my guess. But yeah, he could have. It's possible. He tried yeah. to ad lib, but I, I do feel like even his ad libs got shot down as well. So yeah. you had to have a you had to have you had to have approval. That's it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, Corridor. We go out to the hall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tuvok's having these these hallucinations or premonitions, yeah. and it's just sounds. It's just hearing. All these he does sounds. is yeah. He's basically yeah. hearing the dialogue from when the future, the future, when Kess yeah. sort of rams the ship and comes aboard. So we're hearing, yeah. you know, let me come on board. Uh, we hear uh, even we hear uh, her ship is accelerating. It's on a collision course. We hear everybody from the bridge from that scene. We hear two. And he can't we find anybody. He's he's, no. he's running from hall to hall. No. He goes into engineering. Yeah. And it's great camera work in here. I love the energy of the kind of handheld 360 rushes in. Balana says, you know, are you okay? He sees Cass at the warp core at this point. He sees the lightning bolt, the X-Men lightning that she shoots through. He even hears Ayala's voice in this too. Like, stop what you are. That's that's all these voices from the uh, future. We've seen, we've already seen are now coming through. And when the lightning bolt goes through Balana, it must have been a double, I think. But you think the so? hands, the hands shot up in the air. If it mm. wasn't a double, then it was Roxanne doing because of her dance training. She might have had this <laughs> like nice dance move where the arms go up and she fell, you know, down below below she the falls frame. so gracefully with her dance. It was training. beautiful. It was, it was a, a gorgeous was a fall. Dramatic, <laughs> elegant lightning bolt reaction but tuvok is now close to the warp core which is also where the tachyon particles are so this is when he starts like gets a headache he's got he's got this crazy migraine and he starts staggering around seizure or something yeah Yeah. yeah. he falls down and starts having like a seizure yeah he collapses and torres is uh quick to call sick bay medical emergency and now we jump over to sick bay and the doctor is um, basically treating Tuvok, who's still in his seizure. He's going yeah. through these crazy moves. And the doctor asks for a cortical stimulator from Kess, his assistant. And he says, we'll start at 20, 20 millijoules. But of course, Kess does. You little... see her turn it all the oh, way Oh, she cranks up. it up. Yeah. So all I'm going to guess it's probably at now 100 milli- millijoules is what it's at or more. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, and he it does the, its job. It <laughs> hits the energy thing and Tuvok goes, ah. Yeah. I thought Tuvok was he, dead. I thought she killed Tuvok. Here. Well, he, he, the, the doctor runs over and he says, he's gone into synaptic shock. I just don't understand it. And he's still convulsing at this point, even yeah. more so than he did before. Yeah. And you thought Tuvok died at that point. I thought this has to kill him, whatever she yeah. did. Yeah. But he's a we'll strong see. Vulcan. He's yeah. a strong Vulcan. He is. We he cut is. to space. We see Voyager flying through the vacuoles on autopilot, not <laughs> piloted by Tom. Because he's making... Course not correction number 133. Not, no, not that he's pass. not as good. It's just it's a little too much to make 217 course It's a lot of flying. Okay. It's fine. a lot. Yeah. We see it flying through the vacuoles. We go yeah. to sick bay. Janeway wants to talk to Tuvok. Yeah, uh, Doctor Duck doesn't think that's a good idea. No. no let's let's no. keep him sedated right now. And so now Janeway's doing her best 
Sherlock Holmes. She's like, okay, so when did this start? And the doctor says, like this exactly. Afternoon. Yeah, no, no, no I need exact time. Yeah, she wants exactly when it started. So and Cass is out. sort of listening from through in the, the back. Yeah, she's right the there. She can hear. Yep. Yeah. Fourteen hundred and twenty-two hours. So she goes to the computer. She examines where Tuvok was at fourteen hundred twenty-two hours. Yeah. Because remember that those scans were going on that she ordered those continuous scans. So now she's accessing that file, which has those scans and she wants to know what happened exactly at 1422. And that's where she sees it. Tachyons, tachyons, dead gum tachyons. Tachyon particles. She says that means there was some kind of temporal distortion. There was Mm -hmm. some kind of time Time travel situation happening. And then, um, Janeway does ask Cass. Who yeah, was she walks coming. back into that area where Cass is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And she says, Cass, you know, you've got uh, telepathic abilities. Have you had experienced anything unusual, any premonitions? And Cass right. is like, no, no. Yeah. Nothing. Janeway doesn't know at this point, right? I mean, no. that's not, she just, she's clueless at this point. She's I thought thinks... Janeway was going to show her hand and like reveal everything. Yeah, but she I thought didn't. that's, but she did not. No, Kess makes some type of excuse saying that the sick guy go is replicate low some on neural stabilizers. Yeah, or neural something. stabilizers. Yeah. Uh, and then the doctor says, "Hurry back, <laughs> hurry back." Yeah, with yeah. his little Bob voice there. Hurry back. Very funny. Okay, so next we go to I think Aeroponics Bay, mm-hmm. and Kess is talking to the Vidian. Yeah, and uh, he wants to know where's this data that you. Yeah, he's, like, he's really pushy. He wants that. He's, he wants like, that info now. This, yes, I, he doesn't trust her, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Give us that info," and she. She pushes back hard. She's like, yes, you'll she get it when you arrive. Yeah. When you arrive at the, uh, the location. So yeah. they argue a little bit here. Yeah. yeah. And her, her, I mean, the reason is she's protecting her, she's protecting herself. She knows that if she does this now, Janeway's already suspicious as it is, and mm-hmm. she's going to find out. So, um, but yeah, Kess is very, she puts up that hard line. Like, you're not going to get this info until you arrive. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We go to the bridge next, yeah, and we see over Harry's shoulder, yes, pushing some buttons. Chakotay's there. Janeway arrives in the background. Hmm. I don't know if this bumped for you, but like the angle that you're standing at your station to push yeah. the buttons and give yeah. them the shot, it seemed yeah. weird to me. Oh yeah, that happened. That happened more than once where they would they would position me turn a certain you, way, like they would sideways turn to the console, and I would look at them and I would think, well, this doesn't really. This is never how stand I'm standing. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I never stand like this. So yeah. So you caught that. So that's a good catch. Very I did. Catch. You were. It was. It was like you were turned sideways to the console, pushing <laughs> buttons. Yes. And then Janeway arrives. Uh, yes. She says, "Scan for tachyon particles, Scan deck by tachyon. deck." Mm-hmm. And she's very concerned about you know these tachyon particles. They might be other places. And while they're talking about this, suddenly we get a hit. A ship get a hit. At this point, yeah. Vidians are attacking us. Yeah. She calls for battle stations. At the end of the scene, as she sits down, Chakotay's at his chair. There's a big hit, and there's a two shot of them both sitting in their chairs. Yeah, I have never seen such a perfect in unison front back. Oh, nice! The, the quick front back between of the those hit, two, big yeah. hit. It was amazing. I'm going to give that a ten out of ten for the big hit. Chakotay and Janeway's uh, quick front back. That's actually a JC moment, if you think about it. It was. It okay, was because really, was. when when you are so meant for another person, you're in sync. You're, yeah, yeah, they were, your your they physicality were. is there, is is doing the same thing. So this is a JC moment. A it hidden was JC beautiful. Moment. It was beautiful, <laughs> the big hit at the end of that scene. But, but the issue here is, no matter what we try to do, we, we try to change frequencies for our shields, 
the Vidians know it's like they're a step ahead for some reason. Yeah, they've taken yeah. other navigation, Tom says. You, mm-hmm. you, yeah, they're they're matching our frequencies. They're basically they're cutting through the hole and and Janeway's like, okay, this is it's time. It's time to release the pathogen or the neural agent to sort of disable those guys. We jump to sick bay and the doctor is answering the captain saying, okay, yes, 50 milliliters should suffice. But unfortunately, environmental controls are not responding. And what? we jump back to the bridge. Yeah. And Janeway's like, what is going on? Harry, let me know. Harry's like, we've been locked out of that system. So I was like, what do you mean locked out? And Kim's like, the command relays have been fused. And that's when Janeway starts putting things together. She's like, okay, wait a minute. They know where to find us. They know our, our shield frequencies. They know which parts of our ship to target. They know everything. And Kim quickly makes an announcement. We're being boarded. So now Vidians are on the ship. And Chicote reads an EM fluctuation. And he says, wait a minute. This could be a transmission. Janeway says, location? Chicote. Aeroponics Bay. Mm-hmm. Who's down there picking up two bio readings? This is strange. They are both Kess. Must yeah. be a malfunction. That's what they think. Mm-hmm. But Janeway now knows what's going She's on. Like, She's like, we've like, got yeah, more than okay. one battle on our hands. <laughs> yeah. uh, She's yeah. like, security to the Aeroponics Bay. Shut down control uh, control functions to that section. I'm going down there. Something tells me, yeah, we've got more than one battle on our hands. Uh, but good thing she stopped all the commands from being uh, accessed and control cannot be accessed from Aeroponics Bay. Mm-hmm. And we do see a shot of Kess trying to deal with that, but the transmission is stopped clearly. And... So she opens up that drawer where her yeah, young opens self up the is. secret drawer, mm. gets her double. Uh, she tries to initiate a site to site transport, but the computer says no. Nope. Control, Those functions are working. Disabled. Harry's locked you out. Yeah. She hyposprays her young Kess to wake and, her up a little bit, kind of. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. 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 Wake her up just so that she can and tell her basic. Basically, we're going home. Yeah, yeah. She says we're going home, yeah. but also she wakes her up so that when they're shooting the scene, the upcoming scene. And Cass or Jennifer Lean has a photo double who's hiding her head the whole scene, <laughs> yeah. hiding her face yeah. with her head dropped down, right. that that double can sort of help hold her up so Cass doesn't have to hold her in her <laughs> arms. That's why she wakes her up a little bit, I think. But we go to the hallway right here. We see a quick phaser fight with the Vidians. Yeah. And I love the Vidians double blue the, phasers. Uh, I know those are cool. That those, Yeah, the color of yeah. their weapons are really cool. We, we do have a cut with the bridge and mm-hmm. we do notice that we do have weapons back online. And so Chakotay and Kim are working on getting these, these Vidian hooks. hooks off of us. Yeah, that have basically- Grappling you know, hooks. Grappling hooks are on Voyager as we speak. Chakotay's talking about reversing hull polarity and possibly that'll shake them back. And now we're back in aeroponics and Janeway shows up. And Cass is carrying the cast. Yeah. The cast double is sort of hobbling with her, with mm-hmm. her head, her face hidden. Yeah, the double's head down is, you know, uh, yeah. is uh, hiding the face. And Janeway confronts her and uh, and says, "One of you doesn't belong here, and I'm guessing it's you." Mm-hmm. So Janeway's put this together. You're from the future, and Cass says, "I'm changing the future." So. Yeah. And Janeway says, why are you helping the Vidians? Why are you doing any of this? Why are you doing this? Yeah. And uh, Cass kind of spills her plan a little yeah. bit. She's like, I'm from the future and uh, I'm hoping to change the future. Then she uses these um, X-Men powers 
to throw Janeway out of the way. Janeway gets knocked back quite a few times by, by the X-Men power. slam into the wall. Yeah, this is an X-Men She should fight. have been knocked out cold, really. Oh, like, it's like, because why is she still she's still conscious after being knocked back? Because she went back. flying just, up against the bulkhead. Yeah, she'd be Crashes to the floor. She would be knocked out with some with broken ribs and everything. But no, but Janeway's a superhuman herself, clearly. Yeah. So she's Janeway's struggling up. Casco tries to go out in the hall, but the firefight's happening out there. She can't go that way. I think it's interesting because when Janeway says, why are you doing this? She's Kess says, I won't let you hurt her again. Meaning, meaning her past self, basically. Yeah. Um, and Janeway's like, I, I haven't done anything to harm her. Well, you took her from her home. She's a prisoner on this ship. And Janeway's like, what? No, there's nobody that's a prisoner here. And yeah. Kess is completely clearly there's some confusion going on in her brain. She doesn't understand mm-hmm. what's going on. Who's her friend. Who's not, who's her enemy. And she has, created her own narrative of what happened yeah. to her as a younger self. And it's yeah. clearly wrong. Uh, we jump back to the bridge. There's more stuff going on with Kim and Chakotay. Um, Kim says, whole polarity is loosened their hold, but not by much. Chakotay's like, well, that's a start. Reroute the deflector, have it discharge anti-graviton pulses along the hull. Uh, and just sort of trying to break trying these to just, grappling yeah, hooks. Free just these guys. Get the yeah. grappling hooks mm-hmm. off. Jumping back to aeroponics again. And Janeway and Cass are still arguing and talking and and Janeway's flying all over the aeroponics <laughs> yeah <laughs> getting, getting x-men uh, all, all over the place but Kess says you know in three years I'm gonna leave Voyager yeah. uh, because you, you you told me to develop my mind you told me yeah. develop my abilities and she says I wasn't ready she wasn't you ready she couldn't me, control it yeah I couldn't control it uh it scared me I felt yeah. like I had nowhere to go yeah and uh, that's when she thought about returning to Ocampa, but she said people would be frightened of her abilities now because mm-hmm. she's because she's been out in the, you know, the Delta Quadrant and changed yeah. so much that they wouldn't accept her. Right. Um, right. She says, but they will accept the younger Kess, the one yeah. who wasn't changed so much. So that's her goal and to take her, the younger Kess back. Mm-hmm. Janeway says, if that's your goal, you don't have to destroy the ship. We can help you do that. Yeah. And that's not good enough for Kess because she's got yeah. so much bitterness. She mm-hmm. uses her X-Men powers, knocks her down again. Knocks him back. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like Janeway's got to be knocked out yep. at the end of this scene. We go to space. We see the hooks break. Yeah. So finally this is working. Mm-hmm. We go to the bridge. Harry says, we are breaking free. Mm-hmm. Tom says, oh, they're trying to use a tractor beam on us now. Yeah. Chakotay says, reverse thrust- thrusters, full power. Yeah. And he's really wound up here. I love this exchange. You know what's weird? Like it it's like in the I'm looking at the script now and it says Paris says that could tear the hull apart. But I could have sworn that that's what Harry said. I thought so too. Yeah. So Harry, this is like a I thought Harry that but that could tear that. the hull apart. Yeah. And then Chicote goes, then tear maybe, it apart. So maybe it was really originally weird. Tom's line and they switched it to Harry because that would happen sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so we do Chico- see Chicote says reverse thrusters full power. Harry says that could break the hole apart. Yeah. And Chicote says break it apart. Tear it He's apart. Like, yeah. He doesn't care. And we I do was... see that shot though. That's a cool shot where it does rip off, and you see plating and everything just yeah. come with it and everything. Very so cool. yeah. And Chicote is in full boss mode here. I just yeah. want to say he's like. <laughs> Photon I, torpedoes, full yeah. spread, ready, fire. And so we do, we do shoot. We see it and, a, and yeah, connect with the direct hit mm-hmm. on the, on the Vidian ship. We go back yeah. to aeroponics. 
there's more of this kind of arguing with Janeway and Cass. Yeah. yeah. Janeway does say, uh, Cass, I've set my phaser to kill. Yeah. Don't do this. Yeah. Cause she's already shot. She's already stunned her and that didn't stop her. Didn't so stop now her. So she's, she's like, got to go to kill. kill. But Cass, Cass doesn't care. She steps forward and Janeway takes her out. And yeah. so this is the death of Cass scene. And Janeway does have a reaction to that. She's, she is, she is emotionally yeah. impacted by this and she doesn't want to kill Cass, but she, but she, but she, she does. To. She morphs back into the old version. Yeah, after she dies, after on she the dies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Janeway calls the bridge. The Vidians are retreating. Um, and I love that last shot. You're right. Janeway was very affected and it's a high shot yeah. with two Kesses, young Cass and old yeah. Cass lying yeah. on the ground. Yeah. And Janeway looking at them both. It's a very sweet moment, sad mm -hmm. moment. We go to uh, engineering, I think. Uh, mm -hmm. Tuvok's at the warp core here. Yeah, and he's trying to. Um, we well, he's, he's trying talking to, tell to Janeway, Janeway. What, what? Yeah, what his visions? What he saw? His vision of the future, and yeah. he says, "Kess is going to do this again, right. even though you killed the one that yeah. traveled back. It'll Our happen Kess, again. It'll, keep it'll happen again." Mm -hmm. So yeah. we go to sick bay, and young innocent Kess is there. She does remember a little of this of seeing herself. And the doctor says, what of yourself? You saw yourself? And Janeway <laughs> says, computer, deactivate EMH. So funny. Why didn't we do that more often oh, in the early so seasons? Funny. We should have yeah, been deactivating him left like, and right. I, yeah. I can't deal with him right now. It was very funny. And then Janeway says, this is confidential. Just the three of us are going to know what happened. That's right. And we're going to plan. We're going to make a plan for how to prevent it mm -hmm. from happening again. Mm-hmm. Then the next shot is we're back in Janeway's ready room and it's Same a redo from the, it's the redo of the very beginning all over again. And it, the but whole happy is, birthday thing. So. But this is where uh, John Bruno shot on the other on the side. Other side. I see. Okay. So it was interesting because it was the same scene, but yeah. I noticed, Oh, yeah. wait a minute. We're on yeah. the other side of the line. So yeah. it's not the same footage. Okay. It's different footage. I All right. It. I thought so. It was what very when you clever. when you mentioned this before, I was mistaken. I thought you said that they that he shot on the other side of the line in that opening scene. No, you're saying he in this scene. This, this is where he jumps in the scene. Uh, this is when he jumps the line, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. This is where he jumps to the other side for the whole scene. Yeah, it's the Tuvok birthday scene. Yeah. Very clever, John Bruno. We go to the bridge. There's a distress call again. It's Ocampan, mm -hmm. but this time. Tuvok and Janeway look at each other. Yeah. And she says, I'd and almost she, forgotten. <laughs> I'd almost forgotten. Red alert. And then she says, evacuate deck 11. So she knows she what knows. the the first yeah. moves are going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And you cut to engineering. They're evacuating. Belong's like, everybody out of here. They're evacuating uh, the engineering and the warp core. Um, and now we know engineering's on deck 11. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's right. So. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, we go back to the bridge. There's old Kess again asking to come on, setting a collision course. Uh -huh. And Janeway says, Tuvok. And they look between them. Uh, it's great. Yeah. Kess does beam over again. We have the hallway shot of the exploding wall, slow motion. Very we also cool. have a confused Chakotay on the bridge. How did you yes, know? We do. <laughs> he didn't. You would think that she would let him in on this too, yeah. right? But I guess no. she didn't need to. Janeway says, shut down the warp core. Yeah. And then she leaves. Tuvok follows her. We go to engineering. Which is empty at this point. Which is totally empty. Mm -hmm. Kess comes in. She looks around. That's weird. Yeah. And then suddenly young Kess appears before she can get old Kess gets to the warp core. Yeah. 
Young I think Kiss. we hear her speaking first, right? We yeah, don't we see hear her. her. Yeah, you hear, hear, remember me, the innocent child you're here to save? You blame Captain J. So this whole speech comes out, and it's hollow Kess, essentially. It's a hologram uh, version of Kess that she yeah. had re- she, had she recorded, yes, a, a message for uh, older yeah. Kess. And she tells older Kess, she says, don't do this. Yeah. Don't don't do what you're planning to do, that right. nobody forced you to do anything, hmm. that you're the one that made the decision to leave Ocampa. You're the one that made the decision to leave Voyager. Yeah. And don't take revenge on this ship. You can mm-hmm. find another way home with the, ca- the captain will help you. Yeah. Remember and, said, and then remember she, who you were. Try to remember, remember who me. you used to be. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. remember me. And that's when the Fritz happens of the volume. That's when we realize yeah. it's a hologram. Yeah, we didn't, yeah, the hologram. We weren't really clear. Yeah, What's we're going like, on? wait a minute. Maybe this is actual younger cast that has somehow time jumped herself. But no. Yeah. Uh, when she does Fritz out, we realize it's a hologram, and that's when Janeway and Tuvok enter. Yep. And Janeway's again repeating the same message. Don't you remember? You made that hollow recording because you didn't want this to happen again. Yeah. Three years ago, you travel back in time. So she gives her the 411, the whole information of what's yeah. going on. And slowly but surely, there is some recognition in Kess's face. She's getting it. She's like, wait a minute. Oh my goodness. You know, she's realizing yeah. what's happening. And and Jamie uh, says, stay here with us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. She says, you told me you had nowhere to go, but that's mm-hmm. not true. You do stay yeah. here. Yeah. And Kess says, no, I can't stay here. I don't belong here anymore. I need to be with my own people. Mm-hmm. And then she she does finally kind of have a smile. Yeah, she says, I remember. She, yeah. yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember. And she's like, what? Jane was like, what do you remember? And Kess says, well, the hollow recording. I remember making it. You asked me to help you, to help myself. You wanted me to remember who I was. These years were so filled with confusion and anger. I buried the memory, almost forgotten. And then Janeway says, well... Does it really matter which Kess goes home? And at that point, I think Kess really realizes that she's not um, in her right mind, <laughs> and, yeah. and really that that she she's, needs to she she really does remember the down. young Kess, the she one does. that was on, really on our show, not mm-hmm. the one for this episode, the evil Kess that they came up with. <laughs> yes, um, we go to the transporter room next. The captain yeah. Neelix are there, and Tuvok's there. Here's my question to you: Where is she transporting to? I guess a a shuttle or a ship. Oh, that's a great Isn't her ship on her our ship? Don't we have her ship? Like I thought we already tracker tractor beamed her shuttle onto her our ship. So it's so strange to me that she's transporting somewhere. It's like, why aren't we just walking her to her shuttle or to a shuttle? Right. It's just a little weird. I didn't understand. Yeah, that is weird. I did it I just Part of me was just like, oh, they're transporting her to a compa, but they can't do that. <laughs> you, like, you can't no. go that far. No. no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a, okay. It's okay. a sweet goodbye with yeah. Neelix. But confusing is yes. what it is. Yeah. It's a nice line from uh, from Brian Fuller at the end. Tuvok says, what should we tell the others? Janeway says, a friend got lost. We helped her find her way. So yeah. that ends yeah. the scene. That's the the button statement to the button. Very sweet. Yeah. Very sweet. It yeah, is. I I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, I have to say, even okay. though I'm surprised, even though okay, it was really well directed. I think you know, even though the premise to me, I struggle with the premise. I thought it was very well done. All right, I think I think right. it was really well done. What about lesson? What was the your, lesson? You get out of this episode for me is the lesson is don't forget who you are inside. Mm-hmm. That anger and confusion will try to make you forget resentment will try to make you forget who you truly are but it's like all of us have 
this pure, innocent, you know, inner child in us, this mm -hmm. innocent soul that yeah. we all have, no matter yeah. what, you know, we may grow up under hard conditions, learn, you know, to be angry and resentful at life. But if we can stay in touch with that pure inner child, that's that all of us have, yeah, we'll be much happier and and the world would, would be better if we yeah. all remembered that. I agree. That's the lesson for me. I agree. And, and that's pretty much what I also got out of this because I do feel, you know, as, as kids, we're full of fun. We're full of, of joy and, and, and we don't have preconceived, you know, notions or we don't judge people as kids you know we don't have any of that stuff going on and then as we grow into adulthood we start developing or putting up these walls yeah. <laughs> these these walls yeah. become higher and higher and more impenetrable and let's face it I mean, you just see someone going from from youth to adulthood and from adulthood to middle age from mid middle age to old age and the further away from youth that you go the walls are bigger the um the overall just the bag demeanor is the bag is heavier yeah. yeah and it's just to the point where you just see that crabby old person that crank that crotchety cranky old old person yeah. and that's because they they have forgotten who they were they've yeah. forgotten to 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 take that time to reset yourself yeah. you know and that's yeah. what it is just to take those memories of like how you were before when you were young innocent and truthful to who you were and then if you can reset that um every year that'd be a good thing to do as an adult reset mm -hmm. what's your rating on this one? i'm gonna rate this a i'm gonna give this a i'm gonna give a 7.7 7 is what oh wow i'll give interesting 7. yeah I really liked this episode a lot. Yeah. Um, but there's, like I said, fundamental, like the premise to me is problematic for the character. Mm -hmm. And there were some moments that, you know, even though I thought it was well done by all the actors, I just didn't quite buy like knocking over the chair and stuff. It just isn't who Kess is. It just, right. I don't know. But you still so like the episode. I so liked what, what it. are you going to give, give it, it a 7.4? Okay. A little lower. Yeah. 7.4. 7.4. I'm going to guess that the admirals and captains are going to give this a yeah. 7.1 average. Well, I will tell you the admiral and captain's rating, the average rating for Fury. <laughs> that's a drum roll. I know. The average rating is 4.8. Wow. You and I like this more than they did. They um, that's average really but some see, people i gotta some say people really didn't like it right but then that just touches upon how we felt about this sort of you know maligning of her character yeah. and and really kind of leaving a sour I think that's taste the in reaction. your mouth that's probably the reaction to that right off yeah, the bat yeah i do I think like how so. dare you ruin our image of our yeah. beloved Cass by making her this evil person yeah yeah yeah, yeah 4.8 that's very low my goodness yeah that means some people gave this even lower than that right so someone may, might have given a one to this episode yeah so, or a zero yeah so this is yeah. actually the lowest ranked episode from the admirals and captains to date i think so, so yeah wow. but i didn't dislike it as much as as they did yeah I no i hear you i agree with you i agree with you well that okay. was that was really fun it was um 
Not what I expected. No, <laughs> it wasn't. All right. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to our recap and discussion of the episode Fury. Join Robbie and I next week when we tackle the episode Lifeline. 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 Yes. Okay. And for all of our Patreon patrons, please stay tuned for your bonus material.